<clears throat> Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is Hunter here. I'm here with Ow! Scott. Scott, how you doing? Oh, and Macy, apparently. <laughs> Scott, how are you, sir? He's doing I, good, I bet. I'm so I good. <laughs> good. Good good, start, everybody. And then I'm here with Colin. Colin, how are you, sir? I'm all right. How you doing? Uh, you know... My mute, bu- my mute bu- buttons got stuck, all right? <laughs> all right. All right. Some, te- some technical difficulties here, but... So we're here to talk about... <laughs> so we're here to talk about the mummy, and let's 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 just kind of jump, put it all on front street. We have all been talking quite a good amount of shit about this movie. Uh, it, it, so this is launching, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, but this happened fifty fifty ish years ago. They actually Universal was actually the first company to put together a shared. Uh, universe uh, as far as with like Bride of Frankenstein and and Dracula and uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon so they're rebooting all of that shit basically for for modern day so the mummy is the first on deck uh, of course starring Tom Cruise you know running from shit uh, I gotta be honest with you guys I'm just gonna jump in here by the way full spoilers for this movie because there's not a whole lot to spoil, but if you care that much, then go see this first and then listen to our review. Um, I thought this movie was some dog shit. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it. <laughs> dog shit. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it out there right now. I could not believe. So, so I told Colin this off my. I fell asleep for about ten minutes in this movie. Uh, so I I fell asleep right around the time. Uh, the last thing I remember at a point was Tom Cruise shot the rope or whatever that brought the tomb up or whatever, and then the next thing I remember, they were... (laughs) That's like, that's like probably half an hour into the movie. (laughs) Yeah, that's how bored I was, okay? And then, and then when I woke up, they had just gotten on the plane, and that's when all the birds and shit came through and, like, crashed the window and all that. Oh, because you weren't out for that long. Yeah, I was only out for, like, five, ten minutes, but... uh, just to put in perspective, I never fall asleep in movies. I can't remember the last time. I, I think the last time I fell asleep in a movie was uh, Hunger Games Part 1, or the uh, Mockingbird Part 1, or whatever the hell, Mockingjay, whatever the fuck, uh, Part 1 with uh, with Colin. And that was after we had filled up on booze and appetizers at a BJ's, and I just passed out. <laughs> but I think that was... Yeah, Hunter like, did fall asleep after his BJ. Yeah, I... <laughs> but, I think that was that was almost that was like three years ago. So I don't fall asleep in movies ever, and this just bored me to fucking goddamn tears. Uh, cause Scott, what were you kind of thinking going into this? Um, I was thinking that I probably wasn't gonna like this movie. <laughs> um, just I, I did see Rotten Tomatoes going into it, so I had an idea that it was not well reviewed. Um. So pretty low expectations going into it, I say. So, I, but I did wanted to want to give it a chance, which you know I, I try I try to give every movie, but uh, some are easier than others. Uh, Colin, what about you, sir? I was hoping that Tom Cruise was going to be able to pull this off, but mm-hmm. ba- basically, like I think I think for a stretch, Tom Cruise has really been doing a good job like mm-hmm. a lot of the missing mission impossible movies yep. like i was the edge of tomorrow fan i like the first jack reacher 
uh, you know, he like I I liked Tom Cruise like in his second stage of his career, and I think after the last Jack Reacher, I was like, eh, wasn't that great, and now this one, I was like, let's see how he rebounds from that one, and I don't know, it, like, I, I I feel like he was like so lifeless in this movie, mm-hmm. like especially like I was just thinking, I was like, man, this is like a big big movie for universal if they're really planning on starting this dark universe like <laughs> ensemble god the universe okay, so, 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 so sorry to interrupt you real quick but when they <clears> showed <throat> the dark universe logo my theater laughed and they laughed hard when they saw so that. dumb yeah yeah it, it, it was not a good way to start the movie it's off. a it's a bad look and and the, the funny thing is is like you, you can tell that like the orchestra music is so reminiscent of like Marvel. I was, it was almost laughable. I was like, yeah. man, this is kind of embarrassing. So, so, so I was, I was trying really hard to bring, not bring them up, but so, so, he, so I'm, I'm working my way through the Harry Potter movies and actually reviewing them. I'm going to get those up here in the next uh, week or so. But so you remember when Harry Potter came out and then we got the Hunger Games and then we got, you know, Maze Runner, and we got Beautiful Creatures, and all these, you know, the fifth wave, like, all these young adult, you know, things turned into, you know, into live-action films. That's how I feel about Marvel. I, I love Marvel, you know, I'm the Marvel bitch of the podcast, you know, I'm always on that Marvel dick, but what they've done with their cinematic universe is the best and the worst thing, because now everyone is trying to copy that formula, and so... Me and Scott were talking about last night the uh, the Mummy remake they did back in ninety back in ninety nine uh, with Brendan Fraser. I actually really enjoyed that. It's not like it's not a great movie, you know, but I don't know. I had fun with it. The second one is dog shit, you know, with the CGI rock where he looks like a crab or Dwayne Johnson, pardon me. But you know, the second you one's not, you're not a big rock crab guy. Yeah, not a huge, not, not yeah. I prefer rock lobsters, but. Uh, but, da, 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 but, uh, but but well done. thank you but you you know the, the first mummy remake was actually a lot of fun but scott and and tell me here if i'm wrong but i'm sitting there the whole movie thinking how am i so bored with you know soup like you know supernatural creatures and curses and this reminded me of a transformers movie to be totally honest with you but yeah, like, your thoughts. this is basically like uh, halfway through this movie, it occurred to me that mummies are are zombies. Like, <laughs> like it it really fits in perfectly with like the popularity of zombies and like the Living Dead. But they can't pull it off. Like they don't make it interesting or scary. That's what I liked about the first one. And I'm I'm with you. I did enjoy that one, but I, I mean, it's not going to be like top 10 of, you know, top 100 of my favorite movies of all time, obviously, but it was fun and it was kind of scary. And that's kind of what I liked about it. And this was like, I don't know, super predictable, especially when it came, come to the scary parts and like the buildup was really, really predictable. Um, but I mean, I was trying to think. At the last, I mean, mummy movie that I really enjoyed, and it had to have been the first one, but even then, I think if I watch that again now, I don't know if it would necessarily hold up. So my question is, 
like Colin was saying, why are they putting so much emphasis into this? And I get it's this monster universe and they're trying to start something new, but I feel like the mummy is just so overdone by this point and it wasn't really done great to begin with. So (laughs) I'm unsure of why they're really putting all their eggs in this basket and I don't know. It it hit the mark, completely missed the mark. Um, and I was, I, Colin said that he was hoping that, thinking that Tom Cruise could pull this out because of his recent performances. And I totally agree. I feel like it's like okay. I almost like forgot he was in this thing. Like I was kind of just like just spacing out, not really expecting a lot. And then I see him come in. Like Russell Crowe. Uh, first starts off, I'm like, okay, like I could go for like a decent Russell Crowe movie again. Like, uh, he's got kind of like this ominous vibe about him. Um, and then you get Tom Cruise, and you're like, okay, maybe because the dude's jacked. Like, he's a handsome feller. Like, you, <laughs> like we all want to see some jacked dude fighting some mummies on the big screen. Like, I'm all about that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he, Tom Cruise in this was. It was like not the right role, I think, is the biggest thing. Like I I the movie started starts with a little more action than the majority of the rest of the movie. And that was my favorite part, I think, was the probably the first third of this movie. So and then like yeah, I downhill from there. So so this is what I'll so I'm gonna jump before I jump in the plot, I'm gonna say what I liked about this. Uh the the zero gravity plane scene where they initially get the tomb or, or the mummy i thought that was incredibly well done that plane scene was yeah it's awesome was fantastic uh fun that fact was super well done. fun fact that took 64 takes which is fucking insane just what like going on like the zero gravity plane to film it yeah yeah 64 wow takes. 64 times that's insane so I, I so i will give this movie so i will say this movie escapes a go fuck yourself just off that alone and there is a chase scene involving like a van that I thought was pretty well done. Outside of that, I'll be totally honest, everything else I thought was pretty much poo. So <laughs> just jump into the the plot. Yeah, here. it was boring. Like like those scenes. Uh, the I completely agree when you when you mentioned the the zero gravity, like when the plane is plummeting. And he, he hands off the, the parachute. That scene and they're rolling around. I remember sitting in the theater and I was like totally immersed. I felt like I was on like a like a ride at like an amusement park at that point. Like it was really intense, super well done. But I think that's the only part where I was riveted the whole movie. <laughs> and then I think I fell asleep like twenty minutes later for like a minute. No, so so yeah, so jumping in here, so it's a real simple plot. So so Tom Cruise plays uh, Nick Morton. Who, who you learn so much about, but he's like an ex-military dude. I, I don't... I, remind me if they, <laughs> remind me if they go into it, because I feel like they don't. I think they just say he's ex-military or something like well, that. Well, I think that's that was part of the confusing part for me initially, is I don't know, like... I think him and Jake Johnson are, like, a part of the army, like, they're... But they're <laughs> But they're also doing their own thing, and their captain really doesn't like. They're clearly hunting treasure and trying to make money, but yeah. they're. I think they're also still in the army, which that was really confusing to me. Like I don't. I don't get why. Like they were still calling each other sir and like lieutenant and like the like rankings, but 
I don't know what they were actually doing there besides trying to steal shit and make money. Okay, I'm yeah, gonna... I, I agree. I think their background was like super ambiguous. You really didn't know who these guys were if you really wanted to root for them, right? To begin with, I, I'm I'm with you, Scott. I was very confused by who these guys were. Why should I care about them? Like, they 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 kind of have a witty banter, but to be honest, Tom Cruise kind of feels like he's nailing this one in. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, okay, I, I'm, I'm just going to say, I love Jake Johnson. They did nothing with him in this movie. And what they do end up doing with him is really terrible. And I felt bad I'm... for him. Because I love Jake Johnson. Uh, come on, Nick Miller. And Let's Be Cops is one of my favorite comedies in the last ten years. I fucking love that movie. And they did they do nothing with Jake Johnson here. I mean, you, you look up and down the cast list, and this is not a bad cast list it's here. Not. Like, like it wasn't the casting. Like, you like even when, like, they people started appearing. Like, even, like, Russell Crowe. I know he's, he's had a few duds. But, like... <laughs> I, I usually like him. Like, he has a certain yeah. presence about him if he's in the right role. He, he was really in have... the Nice Guys last year, and he was great. Yo, yeah, exactly. So, so, Colin, I'm happy you brought that up because that is pretty much the Russell Crowe we get here. We get fat dad bod, I'm just here to catch a check, Russell Crowe. And that's my favorite Russell Crowe right now. Unless but I'm... he's not, he's not like, being funny about it. Like, he should have had more, like, charisma, I think. No, you know what's funny is one of the... Uh, uh, one of the other few scenes I thought was actually well done was the scene he has with Tom Cruise where he kind of turns into Hyde a little bit while admittedly it's that was pretty, so dumb. Like no no it's so dumb. dumb. No, I, it's, it's when dumb. they when they first reveal that who he is. Like, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Like, they're really so trying to do Scott, this right now. Scott, okay. So, look, I agree with both of you. It's dumb. <laughs> but at that point, I was grasping for fucking straws and just seeing. It was kind of like seeing Nicolas Cage in Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance just because of how bad that movie was when he would freak well, out. Well, I mean, it's like on its own, yeah. But being part of the fucking mummy, like <laughs> you're trying to mix Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde in with the mummy and like just like throw it all together real quick with a put a bow on it. It's, it's not going to work. Like you can't just just fuck this character into this movie and think that it's just gonna <laughs> play out i didn't i don't i didn't like when they revealed that like i i sort of knew about the like the universe that they're trying to create and even when they revealed it it just it was like they're trying to be like subtle like hey ooh, you know who this is he's also a doctor and he's got a bad side who do you think it was just it, do you think good. there's like fans that are the equivalent of like old school like know everything about Marvel comic fans where they're like they're just like big universal classic <laughs> monster fans and they're like oh my god Mr. Hyde and like like it's an Easter egg <laughs> I don't think there was one person in America that did that <laughs> so I will say I discovered the old school like universal monsters around the same time I I discovered the Twilight Zone. So I do have somewhat of a soft spot for it, but man, they just, I, I'm going to say Russell Crowe, Russell Crowe was probably drunk in between takes, and, and to be honest with you, who can blame him? Because what they give him, he he's Nick Fury, but a really bad version of Nick Fury, because he he's leading this uh, uh, pro, prodigium, that I think is the name of the uh, organization that's supposed to be their shield, and you know, they're 
maintaining all these you know monster threats throughout the world by the way <laughs> by the way if you so if you take a drink every time they say the word evil or monster you will be blacked out because did you notice that they stopped the movie for a good half hour to just explain the whole prodigium organization and the mummy is just kind of chained there because why wouldn't she be? <laughs> they just gonna go. Hey, we're gonna take. We're gonna stop the movie to explain this all to you to set up future movies. And I, I, so I have some notes here. So, so if 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 you would allow me here, um, the tones are all over the place in this movie. It wants to be a horror movie, but it wants to be funny. But it wants to build towards Bride of Frankenstein, which comes out in two thousand nineteen. But it wants to have Easter eggs. It's it's all over the place as far as its tone and it cannot fucking settle on what it wants to do um in in the very end of this movie so so before i kind of get there annabelle wallace plays a girl named jenny ha uh, oh, uh, Hal halsey who's who's his l love interest so Tom Cruise has really bad chemistry with his female co-stars because he's so gay. bad. <laughs> well, mostly because he's gay. I don't care. I don't care if he denies it or not. He's fucking gay. Like, like I would respect Tom Cruise if he came out tomorrow and he was just like, I'm a Scientologist. I just love big veiny dick. If he just came out and said that, that cool. I at least understand why you don't have chemistry with your female co-stars, but he can't even give us that. It, I, I think it, he's probably actually just he's just in love with money. Maybe, but so so Scott, I, I know I've talked to you about this. Colin, I might have talked to you about it too. Um, one of my least favorite films that Tom Cruise has done is A Night and Day with him and Cameron Diaz. <laughs> you remember that movie? I thought K that movie, K N I G H D and yeah, Day. I thought that movie sucked so goddamn bad. I yeah, would, it's a I, bad one. I would watch that movie again before I ever watch this shit again because the chemistry between him and Annabelle Wallace is so uncomfortable it's mm. it's junior high level of oh hey do you want to go to dance with me even though i'm really socially awkward and don't know how to ask you it, it's that level of oh whenever they talk to each other and tom cruise's nick makes this decision involving her at the end that is a really tough pill to swallow considering they have no chemistry uh scott your thoughts on that yeah, I, I I wrote that down too about them not having chemistry. Like, number one, I don't think she played a great role. She did not. Uh, overall, I don't think that was probably their one one flaw as far as the casting goes. I mean, I even liked the the witch lady, um, Sophia <laughs> uh, Butella. Who's in Kings? Um, Mummy. So 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 I, I'm sorry. Just real quick, I want to throw this out. To, uh, who, yeah, she played Emma uh, Eminette. Um, the mummy, but she was in Kingsman, and she's in uh, Atomic Blonde coming up here uh, this month. I like her as an actress, and I put no fault of this on her because she's young and she's trying to get her name out there. And for a I mean, she went all out. Like yeah. I would say, she went, I would like say she definitely made an effort in this movie. I, I think what's amazing though for a movie called The Mummy, you really don't learn shit about her. <laughs> That's another thing. But sorry, go ahead, Scott. I think the biggest problem with the that that with Jenny and Nick is they have no reason to bond. Like they're Thank you. like they just meet meet each other 
and all of a sudden he wants to spoiler give his life for her um <laughs> and i don't know why and not only do i not know why i don't care like you haven't they haven't formed a relationship for me to care like they i've i have no emotional investment in either of them partially because tom cruise is like looking off into the distance and with this weird, confused look, the entire movie, that is such a complete turnoff to me. Like, just as a movie moviegoer, like, come on, Tom, like, let's mix it up. Like, let's mix up the looks or, or like, just, I don't, oh, they were just both really bad. The, the, <laughs> it was hard for me to care about them. It was hard for me to be any sort of, like, invested emotionally into their characters. So when the time came for them to be, like, a pivotal moment, yeah, whatever. Like you can die. That's fine with me. I don't. I don't give a shit about your character. Uh, Colin, your thoughts, sir. I, I think if we're comparing, like, like w- what little we liked compared to the majority that we didn't like, um, I, I would have to say I, I definitely like the idea of the movie. Like at the at the start of the movie, I felt like if I didn't know how like poorly it was being reviewed, I would have been more excited at the start. But you were just you were just waiting for like, you know that, you know that hammer to drop, and and I think I think, Hunter, you you brought up a great point where the movie doesn't know what it wants to be. Yeah. It, it doesn't know if it wants to just be like an adventure movie, mm-hmm. if it wants to be a horror movie, if it wants to be this superhero movie. It, it's kind of changing tone, it, and it's and it's a hard movie to follow. All of the parts that were trying to be horror, by the way, like, I don't feel like was ever too, like, scary. Mm-hmm. Like, it was kind of like that that Walking Dead type of zombie mummies coming after him. Agreed. But it was coming out of nowhere where at the... I, th- I think I, w- I would say the, the main reason I never thought those were too scary was because my biggest complaint with the movie is that there's no chemistry between any of the characters, and I, and I think you, you you were talking about that, Scott, and and we we've all been talking about it. It's you know, Nick is underutilized. I mean, not Nick, but uh, <laughs> Big, Big Johnson. No, you're right, Nick. Nick. Girl, <laughs> but Jake Johnson, I feel like is totally underutilized. I feel like the witty banter that they're forcing upon us, like, is never actually funny. Because it doesn't feel like any of these characters probably like any of these actors probably like liked working together in the first place. It doesn't seem <laughs> like this was a fun movie to work on. No. Like, none of them look like they're having a good time. I feel like that's none of the witty banter is believable because I'm like, I don't think any of these people actually really care about each other. No. It's really hard for them to convince me otherwise. Yeah. So I, I was totally not immersed in this in the the like gravity of any of these scenes because I really didn't connect or care about any of these characters. That was the biggest flaw for me, I think. Well, I mean, what are you I, giving it? So if I'm if I'm rating it right now, <laughs> um, I think there is cool parts of this. Mainly the scene I think is really impressive when they're when they're doing. The uh, the free fall. Okay. So I'm not going to give this movie a go fuck yourself. Although I did fall asleep for like two minutes, which is almost <laughs> like a guarantee go fuck yourself. But I'm just, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to give it a D minus. And, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pretty disappointed in you, Tom Cruise. 
Also, mm-hmm. Universal, what are you thinking? <laughs> Why are you trying to start a franchise with a 54-year-old main actor? Mm-hmm. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, at least you were smart enough to get Chris Pratt for Jurassic World. Like, there's got to be some younger person that can be the head of your dark universe franchise. Like, this is unbelievable. I mean, it's just it's just a disaster. Yeah, so before before we get to Scott here, I'm just going to say, uh, Alex uh, Kurtzman was the uh, director for this film. Who's Alex Kurtzman? Well, I'm happy you asked. He was a writer on the first Transformers. He was a producer on The Amazing Spider-Man 2, which you all know how much I love that fucking movie. He's a He was a producer on the uh, re- reboot of Star Trek, and I believe he wrote Star Trek in the Darkness, which uh, I enjoyed, but it's not as good as the first one. But he he's a writer on Hawaii Five O, which is definitely hit and miss. Um, he I just he was a writer on Cowboys and Aliens. I could not stand that movie, and he was a writer on Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. So definitely hit and miss with him. I, I will say, considering. The fact I never fall asleep in movies, I fall asleep in this. It's almost a go fuck yourself by default. But the fact is, I think that free fall scene in the plane is really well done. I think the action bits are not inspired. Might be a little too strong of a word, but they're 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 they definitely took their time with those. But everything else, from the time they try to make jokes to uh, the whole Jekyll Hyde thing—it's—it's it, all pretty ham-handed and forced, uh, forced in. Uh, so I'm gonna give this—I'm gonna, Colin, I'm kind of right there with you. I'm gonna give it a D minus. I mean, it will, D minus club. It'll probably end up on my worst of just because I was so goddamn bored. But I—I like—I—I I don't know. D minus. I. I'm almost curious, I'm torn, because I almost want to see what a Bride of Frankenstein movie would look like, because I think they have Javier Bardem as Frankenstein. They do. Yeah, so I'm almost curious what they would do with it, but at the same time, I almost don't want them to keep this bullshit going. Um, Fun fact, uh, I, Frankenstein, and Dracula Untold were supposed to be a part of this universe originally, but when they did so badly they went oh what 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 movies so uh, so it'll be interesting to see if they use those characters but so basically all this is gonna fall apart anyway yeah yeah basically uh but well apparently man this is uh tracking for 100 i believe it's 168 million dollar uh weekend overall which would be the biggest for tom cruise in his career actually so we made your kid i'm not joking trust me not not u.s not U.S., but I, I, but but in take uh, taking domestic and international, yeah, 168. Million. Really, that's his biggest oh. opening ever. Yeah. Worldwide. Apparently, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, the more you know. Believe me, I'm not thrilled about it, but what are you gonna do? Uh, Scott, your final thoughts in your grade, sir. Um, a lot of things to nitpick about this movie, specifically the plot. Um. <clears throat> I thought the CG was, like, a huge culprit, too. Like, yeah. I don't know if you, like, the special effects on Jake Johnson when he was, like, um, 
like Night of the Living Dead was like really noticeable and like distracting. Like they had like I don't know if you were you could tell, but they had like I, I think the makeup was mostly computer generated. Like I feel like not a lot of it was actually like makeup on his face and how one of his eyes is like kind of blurred out. You can kind of see the like the Photoshop kind of like uh like oval shape around his eye. I don't know. It was super noticeable. I felt like like it reminded me of Pirates of the Caribbean of like the the skeleton dudes. Um <laughs> how like they were super cheesy and like I, it was it wasn't you know, it wasn't scary, and I kind of I wanted it to be. I wanted it to have to be some sort of a thriller, um, kind of intense, maybe a little bit action. I wouldn't have been mad if there wasn't a bunch of action in this movie, and they kind of stuck to one thing. But they were trying to trying to do everything at once, and it was easy. It was really kind of easy to see that um, as the movie went on. I was checking my watch like every fifteen minutes from like the that first but the first when the first hour ended till that next hour i was checking my watch like okay when is this about to be over because it was just it was a snoozer and it shouldn't have been i feel like they could have done such a better job uh, especially with the actors that that they had um maybe not annabelle uh, wallace because i don't really like her but um gotta Super give this ooh, let's see am i missing anything i don't think so i mean just like the the mercury thing was kind of weird for me. Yeah. Like it was weird this, for everyone. There yeah. was a weird element in this movie about mercury and how like it's it's encasing this this new mummy chick, um, and that was that was random and kind of not explained and just thrown in there, um, which is like the epitome of this whole movie. So <laughs> got to give this one a big old D because yeah. that was a, that was a Dumb one. Oh, you can't you can't go down a D minus with us, Scott. You're gonna stick with D. Uh, yeah, I gotta stick with my guns all on right, this one. Fair, Sorry, Hunter. Fair, fair this is a club, probably the closest we've all been in a little while, though. True. No, you are you are not wrong. Oh, by the we're way, we're all hanging out in the D pool. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. By the way, the other thing I want to bring up, uh, Courtney B. Vance, who uh, plays uh, Tom Cruise and um, Jake Johnson's uh, Colonel, uh, Colonel Greenway. Of course, he was in. Uh, the people versus O.J. Simpson. He was wonderful in that. So he comes up to Tom Cruise's Nick Morton and goes, hey, I know what you're doing. Like, I know you're stealing. And then Nick retorts back with, I know what you're doing. And he's like, oh, okay, I know you got, you're stealing from tombs, but all right, you crazy kids, just get back out there. And I just... They're just they do whatever they want. Like, they're not... Um, they're, they are part of the military, but they're not. But they're treasure hunters. But they could they could have made this, like, a badass, like, Indiana Jones kind of adventure movie, right? That's like, I feel like... Before. Yeah, like, you have Tom Cruise, action hero, Jake yeah. Johnson as his, like, lovable sidekick. That's uh, what the trailers made it seem like. Yeah, like... They screwed this thing up majorly. Yeah, I, I laughed really hard at that, but my my God. But guys, have you seen The uh, the Mummy? God, I, you know what's funny is considering how well this is done overseas, we're probably going to keep getting more of these. And oh, by the way, the ending of this is such a WTF moment where they kind of say what happens with Tom Cruise's character, but they don't. <laughs> like, they, they live very open-ended as if, they're going to tell the next writers, all right, just 
Like we really want to know what happens with him. Is that what yeah. you're gonna say? Like we really care what he's become. No, I, 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 <laughs> I almost yelled out. I was like, "Who cares?" <laughs> I mean, I don't care, but they, but just it's such a plot thread just left hanging, and they just went whatever. <laughs> like like who who gives a shit? So it's just another fucking thing. But guys, have you seen the Mummy? Let us know what you thought in the comments below. You can follow us here on SoundCloud. At the real pineapple seven seven five. Uh, follow us on Podbean now at the real pineapple. Podbean. Exactly, and you can follow, you can like us on Facebook at the real pineapple, and you can follow yours truly on the Twitter at J Hunter Real Pineapple. Follow Scott on Twitter at. On the first. And you can follow Colin on Twitter at. The real Neil. Guys, thank you so much. We'll have reviews up this weekend for Get Out. Um, for uh, All Eyes on Me, the Tupac biopic, which I'm so pumped for. Oh, I hope that's good. And we'll have a review up for Rough Night as well. Uh, it has Carl Johansson, so I'll, I'll be seeing it. Hopefully it's better than Girls Night. Uh, guys, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Meow.